morning, we are going to continue the sermon series on strange and weird life challenges. In fact, two weeks before we started this series called Strange and Weird Life Challenges. In the first week, we said, even though fear is not strange or unusual, God doesn't want us to live in fear. And last week, we asked this question, is it strange to feel useless? Is it strange to feel useless? And we came to a conclusion, we feel useless or worthless if we do not know the wisdom of God that is seen in the diversity of his creation. If we base our worth on what people think about us, we really feel useless. We also feel useless if we don't find a place where we are needed. And you know, we gave a couple of thoughts, you know, how do we do, go about it? How do we understand the wisdom of God? And how do we just depend on what God thinks about us? And also we said, how do we find our place where we are needed, we are wanted? And today as we continue this series on strange and weird life challenges, we ask another question, is it strange to get frustrated? The question today is, is it strange to get frustrated? The question that I'm asking you and I'm asking myself is, is it strange to get frustrated? And if you see the next slide, frustration is a feeling of being upset or annoyed, especially of our inability to change or achieve something. We get frustrated, we, get ups we become upset, when we, we, we become annoyed. When we feel that we want to do some changes, we want to bring some changes, and we are unable to do it, or we want to achieve, make progress in our lives, but we are unable to do it, and we get frustrated. Is it strange to get frustrated? You can go to the next slide. Frustration. I want to talk a little bit about frustration before we move further. Frustration is really a human response to different circumstances that are not in favor of us. In fact, it has been happening for quite some time now and we are unable to do anything about it and we get frustrated. And frustration is nothing but a human psychological response of for stressful situations. You know, human beings can easily get frustrated over even simple matters when we feel that we don't have much control over those situations in our lives. May it be in your family, may it be in your workplace, may it be in your own life. At times, you know, you get frustrated because you are unable to make changes. As a good husband, as a good wife, you want to bring some discipline into your family, you want to bring some changes into your family, but you are unable to do it. You tried your best, but you fail every time, and you get frustrated. 
you work with your children and you want to bring your children in a special way in a particular way but things are not happening in that way and you get frustrated so we easily get frustrated even for simple matters you know for example when you rush to the airport and you miss a flight you may be standing in the queue you know even to get vaccine probably you, know, you may be standing in the queue for a long time you get frustrated at times you get stuck in traffic jam we lose all our patience we behave as if we are not even wasting 10 minutes in our life we become restless and we get really frustrated at times we have difficulties or a difficult relationship problem with our friends and co-workers and family members we easily get frustrated you know at times couple become couples become unhappy in their marriage relationship you know if they are trying to bring good relationship and they continue to fail for a long time they get frustrated at times when we are unable to take decisions and move forward in our lives we easily get frustrated when we are unable to take decisions and plan our future you know because of the uncertainties that are going on today we get frustrated At times, due to the current situation, people are ready. They have been ready to travel. They have been ready, waiting for, the, for their immigration day. And on the day they can fly and land in another nation. They have been waiting for the time. But past one year, you have been waiting. The doors are not opening. You get frustrated, obviously. At times, when we, make, you know, when we feel that we are powerless to take decisions, we are powerless to bring changes in our lives. We get frustrated. We get frustrated over the stress that we have in different situations, our inabilities, our disabilities, and we know due to our health conditions, there are various simple reasons we easily get frustrated on the face of this earth. This morning the question is, is it strange to get frustrated? I would say no, it is not strange to get frustrated as a matter of fact, all of us go through this frustration at some point of time or the other in our lifetimes. There were many people who got frustrated in the word of God. You know, when I read Bible, it gives me a great comfort when we see, when I see the frustration of other people. And I realize, Lord, thank you for those individuals. It's not just only myself. It's not just only my family, my church and our people. Thank Lord, thank God for those examples that are written in the Bible. The kind of frustration that they went through in their lives that gives me an answer today. No, there is nothing strange if we get frustrated. Abraham and Sarah, they got really frustrated because of the long waiting. Waiting. They've been waiting and waiting for a long time for a child. They obviously, they got frustrated many times. Moses got frustrated with his people as he was leading them in the wilderness Jonah got really frustrated when God spoke to him and saying that you need Jonah you need to travel towards Nineveh and Jonah did not want to go and he got really frustrated David got really frustrated and with all his frustration he says after Lord why do evil flourish why wicked people are flourishing you know his frustration was always to see wicked flourishes Elijah got frustrated in his life at some point of time when he was on the run fearing Jezebel. Job was totally frustrated. You know, you remember when he cursed the day on which he was born, that totally, that clearly tells us the frustration that Job had in his life. 
Even Jesus got frustrated many times in his life. He got frustrated by seeing the unbelief of his disciples. He got frustrated by seeing them fighting over one, one over the other. Many times he got frustrated in his life too. They all give me great comfort that frustration is not something that you are handling and I am handling. It has been handled by different people on the face of this earth. Those who are, those who are Christ followers, you know, they handle frustrations in their lives. And we can just go on and on. Now this morning the question is, this is strange to get frustrated. Frustration is part of human life. Out of some of these names that I mentioned right now, if you ask me to pick one name to understand how much frustration is part of our lives, without any hesitation, I will go and pick the name Moses. I would call him Moses, a frustrated leader. I certainly admire Moses for his great leadership. There's a great leadership lesson we can learn from the life and the, from, from the leadership of Moses. I, can, I would say he was the best successful leader ever lived on the face of this earth. There is no doubt about it. And while admiring Moses, we could easily ignore the amount of frustrations that he went through in his life as a human being. This morning, I want your attention. We are talking about the great leader, in fact, the greatest leader who ever lived on the face of this earth. We always admire his leadership and his abilities, but you know, we ignore the fact that he was like a man like you and me, and he went through a tremendous amount of frustration in his life. As Paul mentioned, about himself at some point of time in his life he said this is what he said about him he said I am born out of due time I am born in a very inappropriate time I am born in a very improper time when Moses was born every male child was killed you know today the current generation is seeing something that the previous generation never witnessed Today, the way the pandemic is wiping away people from the face of this earth, make the current generation to think that we may be born, maybe we are born in an inappropriate time, which our fathers and forefathers never had seen. But today, our lives and our lives of our children and our grandchildren are seeing what is happening on the face of this earth. That certainly makes us think that probably we are born in an inappropriate born out of due time Moses was such a kid it was really frustrating for me to see a three-month child has no freedom to cry even a three-month child cannot even cry that kind of restriction and that baby never realized how frustration is going to take over his life in the coming days the frustration that you are handling and I am handling today was never anticipated. You know, this morning I believe that God is speaking to you. The frustration that you are handling in your life, it was never, it was never anticipated, expected by you. Moses, that name simply means drawn out of water. Drawn out of water, if you can see the next slide. Drawn out of water, first 40 days. He lived a very royal life with the Pharaoh and his family. The second 40 days, he lived in the wilderness as a shepherd. But the final 40 days, 
he lived a very adventurous life but most of the time in frustration and exasperation this morning we are talking about a great leader who lived his three segments of his life in different areas and with you know with a different flavor that life gave that gave to him a royal life a life in the wilderness just by himself and life of leading people with a great frustration all along in his life it was really an intense irritation and annoyance for moses to lead the people of god in the wilderness i want you to imagine the frustration his life had as a great leader from the beginning till the end this morning we are trying to answer the question and we are trying to in fact ask the question is it strange to get frustrated after experiencing the burning bush moses really got convinced in his heart with a great difficulty that he is called to go before pharaoh in order to release the people of god and moses returned to egypt to fulfill just a simple task that's what he thought it's what was not not simple that simple he thought it was just a simple task of delivering his people delivering israel god had given him real power to perform miracles and god had given him ability to convince both israel and the king that they had to go to worship god into the wilderness he thought he could convince people and the king very easily of course he could convince the people of god he convinced israel but he went to the king he expected that the king would release him to go because it was told by god but that's what was expected by moses but you know what the king rejected his request we read that in exodus chapter 5 not only that when he came and told that you know people of god israel had to be released into the wilderness because god said so pharaoh burdened children of god burdened israel with more tasks and tasks which was almost impossible for them to do you know they were treated very harshly by the taskmasters let's read exodus chapter 5 verses 21 and 22 and they said to him this is what the people of god turned back to moses and said to him when they were the task was very severe and when they couldn't handle it let the lord look on you and judge you because you have made us poor and that means you made us hateful in the sight of pharaoh and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in their hand to kill us and verse 22 people looked at when people came and looked at moses and said you god may judge you moses returned to the lord and said lord why have you brought trouble on this people why is it you have sent me moses never realized that poor moses never realized that this is just the beginning of the frustration that is about to come in his life i want to pass here pass here for a moment you know moses did not come to pharaoh by himself by his according to his own wish god called him and god empowered him and god gave him the ability to perform miracles that's supposed to go smooth suppose everything need to be aligned if god is doing it but it was not so you know at times your frustration leads you to even ask questions to god lord is it you did you call me really 
Was it the call of God? It is the call of the flesh. At times we question, is it according to the will of God? But you know what? It's not new to God. The questions are you know, very familiar for our God. Because millions and millions of people keep asking, you know, since the day Moses asked that question to God. Is it really God? Is it really you, Lord? Out of our frustration at times, we even think probably it's not the will of God. How many of us are going through difficulty in your marriage relationship? At some point of time, you may even feel that maybe it's not the call of God. I thought I could manage. I managed some about two years, four years, five years, six years, ten years, twenty years. But I don't think it's a call of God. I don't think it's a will of God. You know, I get frustrated. You know, how many of us are ready to give up in that area? The 40 years of frustration was just beginning for Moses. When Israel was trapped between Pharaoh's army and the Red Sea, they rose against Moses and said, Exodus chapter 14, verses 11 and 12. We read from Exodus chapter 14, 11 and 12. Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us, to bring us out of Egypt into this wilderness? Verse 12, is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Frustration. The number one frustration we see here is frustration of being trapped in the middle. Frustration of being trapped in the middle of something and getting blamed for what we have done in the past. And I believe this morning this is speaking to you. Frustration of getting trapped in the middle of something and blame and getting the blame on you of something that you have done in the past. In Exodus verse, uh, chapter 14 and 13, 14 verse 13, as they were approaching the Red Sea, Moses was very courageous and he was telling the Israel, he said, don't be afraid, be still and know and see the salvation of the Lord. But very soon as the Pharaoh's army was approaching, Moses cried out to the Lord. And you know what God said? Why are you looking at me and why are you crying unto me? Why do you cry to me? Think about the frustration that Moses is, is, abounding, is abounding in Moses right now. And he sees Pharaoh's army behind and he's Red Sea uh, ahead of him. And even God is saying, why are you asking me? And people are ready to kill Moses at that time. The Moses' frustration is abounding in him. It was a real moment of fear, frustration and anger. Have you come across this situation in your life? You took the decision on your own. And now you're stuck in the middle. You don't have an answer for that question yet. Because it's all your problem. You started this journey. <coughs> people, excuse me, people are looking at Moses and they are saying, Moses, you called us and you brought us. It would have been better to serve those taskmasters in Egypt. But now you brought us here and you are stuck in that situation. You can't even move forward. You can't even go backward. 
and you are not sure what to do. You are frustrated this morning as you are listening to me. And your frustration is just increasing. Looks like God seems to be absolutely silent in this situation. At times you may think that you know God had nothing to say because it's all your decision. And your level of frustration is very high. I'm looking at a great leader, Moses, thinking that Moses would lead me in the right direction. But now that great leader is living in frustration and he has no answer. As they travel through the wilderness, many times they complain against Moses saying, What shall we drink? What shall we eat? We are thirsty. We are hungry. In Exodus chapter 16, verse 3, and the children of Israel said to Moses, this is what he said, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt. When we sat by the pots of meat and we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Moses is blamed for what he had done in his life. A leader who was called by God and gave the give and given the commission in the hands of Moses by God Almighty, and now he is living in his frustration, the frustration of being unsatisfied. The second kind of frustration that you deal with today, and I myself I deal with today, is the frustration of being unsatisfied. Israel was under bondage, there was no doubt about it. And they were in need of a deliverance from the cruel taskmasters. But now God delivered them. Now there is another issue. It's not in fact, it's not bigger than slavery. It's a small issue. But you know what? Even this small issue could have, could have been blown up into a, into a major size of not having proper food and not having proper drink. You know, this is what it can happen in your life and my life too. We cross major hurdles in our lives. We have gone through major things that we have seen in our lives, but now we have come to a situation the challenges are minimum, but you know what? You and I are capable of blowing it to a mini amount and even to get frustrated over these things in our lives, children of God. We're doing the same thing in the wilderness. You know, always there is somebody who is unhappy with something. Always there is somebody who is unhappy with something. It's a human nature that we cannot happy, we cannot be happy without any issue around. Always we need something to complain. Have you come across such people in your life? They always have something. Pastor, I, am, I want you to pray for this. We pray for that and you know that issue gets settled and you know we think that okay everything is good in their life and next time we see pastor I have another problem now pastor I have another problem this problem that problem you know always we are surrounded with problems we are so comfortable in living in the midst of problems children of Israel they could find their own problem and they know they are about to kill Moses have you come across the frustration of dissatisfaction in your life we are not satisfied with over many things in our lives. Your marriage, your very own life, your work situation, the people that the children that God has blessed, with, blessed you with, your apartment, your church, your leadership, people in the church. You know, there are many things that we are not happy with. 
Moses is going through a time of frustration because of the unsatisfaction and dissatisfaction of the people. We are talking about, is it strange to get frustrated? In fact, Moses warned brothers, brother and sister, challenged him. We read that in number chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. I understand even Moses had to marry somebody, and he did that. But what's their problem here? So they said in verse 2, has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord heard it. It doesn't stop there. We know the story. Miriam became leprous. Leprosy came upon Miriam. And seven days she had to be thrown out of the camp of Israel. And Moses was pleading there for her health to come back. Thirdly, we are talking about frustration of dealing with the family members. Frustration of dealing with the family members. You know, Moses had Israel frustrating him. The enemies of God, the Pharaoh and his army frustrating him. Now Moses had his own brother and sister challenging him and frustrating him. Can you imagine this? You know, is it one thing to please God, but suddenly it's another thing to please everybody. Today people are not happy, especially your own family members are not happy because you don't do something that pleases them, because you don't honor them, because you don't obey and you do what they want you to do. They are not happy today. You know, at times you struggle between pleasing God and pleasing family members. It's not strange. Moses had it very much. In fact, Miriam and Aaron, they were traveling along with him. And now they are challenging him. Can you imagine the amount of frustration that Moses is going through right now? It's one thing to be a brother or sister to somebody. It's one thing to be a son or daughter to your parents. But it is another thing to fulfill the call of God on your life. I want you to listen to me this morning. It's one thing to be a brother or sister to somebody. It's another, it's one thing to be a children for your parents. But it is another thing to fulfill the call of God over your life. David says at some point of time in his life, Psalm 55 verses 12 and 13. For it is not an enemy who reproaches me. Then I could bear it. Nor is it one who hates me, who has exalted me himself against me. Then I could hide from him. But it was you, a man, my equal, my companion, and my acquaintance. It's very well known people to you. It is your family members. You know, many times our own people turn to be, our own people turn and become our enemies. At times, your family members they don't allow you to follow God. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. It's really frustrating. 
That's what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, 24. No one can serve two masters. When Jesus said this, he thought of your family. He thought of the struggle that you are going through in your family. He thought of the struggle that you are going through right now from your family members who may or may not know God. And this is what Jesus said exactly. Matthew chapter 6, 24. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other. Or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You know, children of God, we need to be very clear in this aspect. It is important to love. It is important to, it is important to take care of your parents, love your parents, love your family members. But if they are not allowing you to fulfill the call of God on your life, you are there is and, and you are trying to please them for some reason. Bible says Jesus said he can't do it. If you're trying to please them still, you cannot serve Jesus anymore. And if you're serving Jesus, obviously you cannot please them anymore. Frustration of dealing with the family members. When Moses spent spies to Canaan to wave the land. And they came back and they grumbled against Moses. And in fact, they refused to enter into Canaan. Can you imagine the frustration that Moses is going through right now? I really pity over him. You know, with great difficulty, he brought them out of Egypt. With great difficulty, he led them through the wilderness. And now they are about to enter into Canaan. And people of God standing on his way and saying that, No, we are not coming with you into Canaan. We are not willing to enter into Canaan. In fact, they are ready to go back at this moment. Numbers chapter 14 verses 2 through 4. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to him. You know, it's very strange actually. It's not just a couple of people. It's not a group. The whole congregation. The whole assembly turning against Moses and telling him. The whole congregation said to them. If only we had died in the land of Egypt. Or if only we had died in this wilderness. Verse 3. Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? That our wives and children to become victims. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? At times people of God even dare. They dare to go back from where they came. You know, they are not willing to fulfill the will of God. A little bit of suffering, a little bit of trouble, a little bit of sickness. At times we fall back and go back what we want, what we used to do. But this morning God is speaking to us. In fact, the whole assembly was in that way. Verse 4 says, so they said to one another, let us select another leader and return to Egypt. Seems to be a good decision. For people to go back to Egypt, but that's not the will of God. At times, you know, you need to select, you need to find your own leaders, but not every time. But this is not the right time for to do that thing. Frustration of dealing with negativity and pessimism. The fourth frustration Moses has handling right now is the frustration of dealing with the negative people and those who are pessimists. Moses got only Joshua and Caleb coming back to him and saying that, you know, the land is good. 
We just look at those giants as little grasshoppers. We can just go easily and occupy them and you know, overcome them and overpower them. The rest of them, we're talking negative. You know, today there are many people to discourage you. The situation around you is totally negative. The news you listen, the videos that you see, they are all capable of sowing negativity into your lives. And this is the time that you need to be careful. You know, these are the things that will bring discouragement in you and make you get frustrated. It is really, it was really for Moses to, Moses to get frustrated. It was really frustrating for Moses to deal with these people. People of negativity you know at times when we deal with such people it really drains our energy they always throw negative things they always talk negative they always talk you know things things that will take them backward there is no positivity there is no motivation there is no, no direction at times there is so much of negativity that we see today in our people people we deal with every day that at times make you to get frustrated. Not only negative people, there were enemies against Moses. Can you imagine? Korah led a rebellion against Moses. Dathan and Abram, they joined the rebellion. And this is what they said in number chapter 16, verses 3, 13 and 14. Let's read that number chapter 16, verse 3. They gathered together against Moses and Aaron and said to them, You take too much upon yourselves not in a good way you take too much upon yourselves for all the congregation is holy don't think that only you are holy every one of them is holy and the lord is among them why then do you exalt yourself above the assembly of the lord when a man of god is asked this question there is no doubt there's, you know, frustration is pumped up through his bloodstreams. And again, verse 13 and 14. Is it a small thing that you have brought us up out of the land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in this wilderness that you should keep acting like a prince over us? Verse 14, moreover, you have brought us into a land flowing milk with milk and honey nor given us inheritance of fields and vineyards will you put out the eyes of these men that simply means do you want to treat these men like slaves we will not come up do you think that now you can take control and you can be a prince over us you gave false promises and you brought us here right now and do you think that now you can take control over us we will not come Frustration of dealing with opponents or opposition. You know, when you work towards achieving your goals, there are people standing on your way. When you do want to do something for God, there are people standing on your way. When you want to take higher education, there are people standing on your way. When you want to get married to somebody, there are people standing on your way. They are just opposing everything that you are trying to do. Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Bible says they selected 250 community leaders along with them to come against Moses. And they were opposing his leadership, questioning his leadership. 
You know, it was a very frustrating time for Moses. And I can understand the amount of frustration that Moses is going through right now. Moses, Bible says, Moses provoked in anger. Moses was provoked to get angry. And he prayed to God. And God, you should show them, Lord. You know, Moses never prayed in that way, ever in his lifetime. And right now he prayed in that fashion. And this is what he prayed to God. Lord, you show them. You show them who they are. And what they are trying to do. You know, the sad situation there is, the Bible says, eventually, earth opened and swallowed Korah and all of this. And fire came from heaven and consumed all the 250 community leaders who opposed the leadership of Moses. Frustration of dealing with your enemy. Those who do not like your well-being, those who do not want you to flourish, they always try to do something against you. I have seen that in my own life. People, once they hate you, even though they go away, they always look for an opportunity to do something against you. You know, this is the world that we are living in. Everybody may not think the way you think. Everybody may not, you know, try to put themselves pure in front of God the way you are trying to do. There are opposition for you. I want you to know that there are people, those who don't, they, they don't like you. They don't, in fact, they like you that you are in this nation. They don't like that, like you that, that you are blessed with the family. They don't even like you that, you know, you are blessed with such a job and such a position and house and living and car and everything. They don't like you. They just simply hate you. And, you know, they look for an opportunity to rise against you. Frustration of dealing with opposition. And finally, before closing, I want you to see the depth of Moses' frustration in Numbers chapter 11. I, I don't think he can go below, below that. It's so deep. His frustration is so deep right here. Numbers chapter 11 verses 10 through 15. Then Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families. Everyone at the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord was greatly aroused. Moses also was displeased. So Moses said to the Lord, Why have you afflicted your servant? Why have you afflicted your servant? And why have I not found favor in your sight that you have laid the burden of all these people on me? Did I conceive all these people? Did I beget them that you should say to me, carry them in your bosom as a guardian carries a nursing child to the land which you swore to your fathers? Was it my problem? It's nothing to do with me, God. Why did you do that to me? Verse 13, where am I to get meat to give to all these people? For they weep all over me saying, give us meat that we may eat. Verse 14, I'm not able to bear all these people alone because the burden is too heavy for me. Moses is almost at the verge of giving up the call of God on his life. Verse 15, if you treat me like this, he's telling God, Lord, if you treat me like this, please kill me here. 
and now, right now, kill my life. How many of you made that prayer in your bed? Lord, if this is what is I'm called to live, kill me right now, oh God. Moses is not different than you. It's not strange to get prostrated. If I have found favor in your sight, and do not let me see my wretchedness, a frustrated leader, but still considered successful. I want to talk a little bit about the price of leadership. The cost of leadership. The price one has to be willing to pay for a good cause. Today, how easily we criticize, we speak against our leaders. Whoever that leader may be, political leader or spiritual leader or leaders in your workplace, remember, they pay a price to be a leader. You know, Moses had to pay that price in order to be a leader to bring children of Israel out of the bondage. If God had called you to bring people out of bondage, there is no doubt that you need to pay that price. Do not criticize any leader. They may or may not do the will of God. Do not criticize any leader. There is a price they prayed. There is a price they paid to protect the nation. At times things go beyond their control, beyond their ability. But who are you? Who am I to criticize and point fingers to those who are appointed by God? If you believe that the leaders are appointed by God, never point your fingers towards them. If you can, try to help them. Try to support those who lead. Otherwise, keep your mouth shut. Do not point fingers to the leaders that God established on the faith. You prayed about it. And you prayed for the election. And you, this is what exactly, listen to me. This is what you exactly prayed. You prayed saying, Lord, bring a man of your choice. And you gave it to God, to God to bring the man of your choice, God's choice. And God brought somebody on the leadership. How dare you are going back and saying that, no, I don't want this. Don't you believe in your God? Don't you believe in your prayer? If you prayed for a leadership, just believe and take it for granted that the leadership is appointed by God. God had a plan. You don't know about it. God brought Moses into the wilderness to bring people of Israel from bondage. But the entire people were not willing to follow that leadership. Today, if you are getting frustrated, it's not strange. But at the same time, it's not good to continue in your frustration. Unfortunately, Moses' frustration continued. Exodus 32 verse 19, I'm just going to close as we are running out of time here. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai, he found all the children of Israel worshipping the golden calf. He dropped the stone tablets given by God. And he broke them at the foot of the mountain because, out because of his anger and frustration. It's not good for you to continue in your frustration. God understands the fact that frustration is not strange. But God doesn't want us to act in that frustration. And when I say that I need help here, I can't do it by myself. You can't do it by yourself. You need help. On another occasion in Numbers chapter 20, we'll not go there when Israel complains saying, Moses, you brought them to this evil place where grain or fig 
our veins are pomegranates, nor is there any water, even water to drink. You brought me to this place. You did that, Moses. And where is water for us to drink? And Moses inquired of the Lord, and the Lord said, Moses, you need to speak to the rock. And Moses heard that well. And Moses, out of his frustration, he struck the rock. Even though water gushed out of the rock, God punished Moses for responding in his frustration. And God forbade entry into Canaan. It's not good for us to respond always in that frustration. You know, at times you respond to your husband. At times you respond to your wife in that frustration. But it is not good for you to do that. At times you deal with your children in frustration. But it is not good for you to do that. Because we will, we will at times we will receive the punishment of our frustration. If we continue to live in frustration and continue to respond with frustration. God wants us to bring us out of our frustration. I can give you two scriptures and we are going to pray. Pray right now. You need, first of all, you need God's grace. You need God's grace to handle the situation that's making you get to, to get frustrated. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 and 6. Likewise, you young people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with the humility Listen to me. For God resists the proud, but he gives grace. What he gives? He gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. And what you need to do? Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Verse 6, let's read again. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Read the scripture ten times. You know, it doesn't really make sense to you, but it will really eventually. We need to humble ourselves. When we go through the time of frustration in our lives, we need to humble ourselves. And we need to submit ourselves under the hands of God Almighty, knowing that he will bring us out of the wilderness. He will bring us into the blessed land of Canaan. We will not perish. We will not die in the mountaintop. We cannot even see Canaan. We can't be probably can see Canaan. We can't even enter into Canaan if we continue to act in our frustration. Ask for God's grace. Moms, ask for God's grace to handle your children. Fathers, ask for God's grace to handle your children. Husband, ask for God's grace to handle your wife. Wives, ask for God's grace to handle your husband. Your frustration is so heavy. You can't bear it anymore. You are almost at the verge of giving up. You are weary and you are burdened. You need to come to Jesus. In Matthew, G Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, reading from NIV. Come to me, Jesus is calling you this morning. Come to me. All who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. You need that rest today. Shall we all get into the time of prayer as we say, as I summarize? It is not strange to get frustrated. Frustration is a normal human response based on the situation. 
But God doesn't want us to continue in our frustration. Frustration of being trapped in the middle of something. Frustration of dissatisfaction. Frustration of dealing with your family members. Frustration of dealing with people of, with the negativity and pessimism. Frustration of dealing with the enemies. Frustration doesn't really lead us anywhere. We need to ask God for his grace to handle such people and to handle such situation. And we should be willing to lay all our burden on Jesus to find that rest that you need today. Shall we take a moment to pray this morning? You are just going to confess everything at the presence of God this morning, wherever you are. You can close your eyes and start praying right now. 